Investment advisory services provided by Drake & Associates, LLC, a state of Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through a separate company, Loft Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a Wisconsin insurance agency. Clients are under no obligation to purchase any recommended insurance products. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. While we believe the information in the show is reliable, we cannot guarantee its accuracy. Neither Drake & Associates or Loft Financial Advisory Advisory Group accepts any liability for the use of the information discussed. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Please consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Before you start planning your retirement party, make sure you've got your retirement plan. You can never be too prepared for life after work, and we're here to help. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. Love for you to visit us and find more information at WealthWisconsin.com. We got the crew here. You guys got new haircuts, so I feel like I have to... Yeah, I went short for the summer. Real I short. see that. I yeah. see that. We got Brad Allen and Tom Newman, of course. Tom, you're looking uh, for... It. I suppose it's bad to talk about how you guys are looking on the radio, right? But <laughs> they always say I have a face for radio, so I guess uh, we'll keep you guys on TV and keep me on the radio. Huh? I love it. Is that it. the way it'll work? But yep. uh, great topic this week, guys. I'm really excited uh, to jump into and. I think the idea here is that, you know, retirement planning, of course, can be complex. But from time to time, we have couples that come in and they have an age gap. And I, and I think when you add that age gap between couples, it really sparks a whole different set of questions that need to be answered. So today I wanted to walk through what you need to think about. Maybe it's an age gap or maybe it's just one spouse, reti- you know, reaching retirement sooner than the other. Maybe they're just retiring earlier, which can change things as well. But I think in particular that age gap can really make a big difference when it comes to the plan. Of course, we always talk about being that education first firm. So I want to just talk about and educate folks this week on some of the things they may want to consider or think about when it comes to that. And, and Tom, I, I guess let's define that to start with. How big of an age gap are we talking? Retirement decisions are already a tough thing, um, but they can be even more challenging if there is an age gap between the spouses. And so when we're talking about the age gap, we're really looking at couples who plan to retire uh, years apart, um, and they should really be preparing differently. A recent study said that about 20% of all marriages have at least a six-year age gap, and about 9% have an age gap of 10 years or more. Now, those statistics aren't necessarily overwhelming, but I think all three of us are seeing more and more individuals maybe who are in their second or more marriages, and sometimes during those later marriages, we find age gaps more. Yeah, we're definitely seeing that. And, you know, it's a reality in the United States, to your point. You know, the divorce rates float, floats right around 50%. Although I always remind my kids, they, they claim if you wait till 28 or 30, the divorce rate cuts in half. Is that right? I guess the part of your brain that develops reason isn't fully formed until <laughs> till that age. Maybe, Brad, that explains all the poor decisions you made in your 20s. <laughs> Maybe. No? All right, we got Brad Red again. That's good. That's the goal, right? But... Uh, you know, some good uh, questions to consider, you know, when there is that age gap, 
Brad, the first one, you know, what I, I guess it's a great question that couples can ask each other and really defining what that ideal retirement looks like. Well, I mean, that's an important question to ask first. As, as you consider different options, keep in mind that you want to create a plan that, that'll make you both happy. I mean, make sure the two of you talk about what life looks like when you're retired. Do you both want to travel? Will you downsize? Are you going somewhere warm during the winter? I mean, those are all different things that you want to be on the same page with because one spouse will be working. Uh, you might have to hold off on certain activities you, you want to do together. You know, we see that a lot. If, if one spouse is younger, they're working longer and, and they may not be able to retire at the same time. So when one spouse retires before the other, it can often have an emotional, psychological effect on that impacts the dynamics of the relationship. You know, you see one spouse working, the other one staying at home. They're they're wanting to retire too, but maybe can't do it yet. So, you know, putting a plan together on what that actually looks like and, and planning it out ahead of time is going to be really important for a couple. Yeah, I think talking about retirement, what what it looks like for one spouse, you know, can really avoid a lot of resentments, a lot of loneliness. Um, you know, there, there's just some important things that, that folks have to consider, maybe volunteering or working part-time. And, you know, these are great concepts. And, and we have some great classes coming up this month, guys. On the 23rd and 31st, we'll be out at Maggiano's in Wauwatosa. And we're going to talk a little bit more specifically about Social Security. And I think there's some great Social Security strategies, especially when there's that age gap as well, that a lot of people may not consider hundreds of different strategies when it comes to Social Security. But in particular, if you're married, there's an age gap. There's some specific strategies we may want to consider that not only bring more potential income, should we, you know, assuming we live to life expectancy, but can also protect that younger spouse if that's uh, hopefully a goal for the couple. So really important to talk about that. We're going to talk about required minimum distributions. And we're also going to talk about this new tax code. For many folks, there may be an opportunity to implement some really powerful tax strategies that a lot of people are just missing in their retirement. So again, that's July 23rd and 31st. We are going to need people to register ahead of time. We're just about full. I, I know on one of the dates, uh, certainly, I think we have a little bit of room in the other date. So if folks want to register, if those dates work for you, the 23rd and 31st, you can do so right at wealthwisconsin.com. Again, that's WealthWisconsin.com, or you can call the office during the week at 414-409-7226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready to sail into the sunset. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. Love for you to visit us. We have a lot of great information for you at WealthWisconsin.com. we got the whole gang here, Brad Allen this week, Tom Newman, and talking about an interesting topic, maybe something a lot of folks, guys, sometimes don't consider, and we're seeing more and more, uh, oftentimes, second marriages, uh, sometimes, you know, you're still on original equipment right here on that uh, first marriage, I hope, for everybody. But um, And there's an age difference, right? We're seeing that more and more common. And, and you know, when we kind of define, you know, age difference, it could be as little as six, maybe sometimes eight, ten years or more. And, and that really brings up some interesting um, concepts, strategies, sometimes challenges we have to deal with when it comes to that retirement plan. And we really want folks to think this through certainly issues that are surmountable and definitely things you can deal with but 
really important that you, a series of questions you ask yourselves and make sure that everybody is on the same page. And the next question I wanted to address, Tom, is, is a big one. And that's really just when, right? Well, what's that day? What's that? In an ideal world, if we save properly, we have everything ready to roll, we have our income plan, we've analyzed risks, we have our tax strategies lined up, and you can retire when you want to, when is that day? Deciding when to stop working is a, is a huge decision. Um, we've found and we continue to find each and every day that we meet with individuals in our office, this is the single hardest thing for individuals to do is to actually pull the trigger and start uh, decreasing uh, the amount of, of time that you're spent working. So when a couple has a significant age gap, like we've been talking about, they are more likely to be staggering their retirement dates. If that's the case, there are a lot of factors to consider when figuring out an age that is uh, comfortable for both of you so that you can still enjoy life together. One mistake couples with an age gap often make is planning their retirement like everyone else. Instead, um, we suggest each spouse needs their own customized plan factoring in their own life expectancy and their own risk tolerance, time horizon, things like that. So, uh, you know, start the discussion uh, surrounding that. Things that also come into play is is life expectancy. So on average, uh, right now, a 65-year-old man can expect to live to about 84. Uh, for a female, that's about 86 and a half. So digging deeper into some of these statistics, many 65-year-olds can expect to live past their 90s or even 95. So with an age gap between the spouses, a big factor is a younger partner outliving uh, the joint nest egg. And so since we can't expect uh, or predict our death, um, we recommend setting up uh, financial goals to meet longer-term horizons and life expectancies. Yeah, you bring up a great point. We just recently were out east. My grandfather, we had a surprise 90th, and the good news is we didn't surprise him too much. There was no heart attack <laughs> or anything. But no, I'm kidding, but uh, Grandpa often teases about his money. He says, man, I'm living too long. I never expected to live this long financially. So, but, but you don't know, right? I mean, life expectancy is a great gauge. But in the office here, we kind of use the number 100. And I think so many times folks say, oh, I'm not going to live that long. Or, you know, maybe the husband says, I'm going to have the wife take me out to the woodshed. And, but it happens, right? And couples with that age gap need to make sure their money really is going to last because we are living longer and longer. We can estimate their income needs, which can help determine how much money is needed to hit you know, that income goal and different things to consider when figuring out expenses, mortgage, rent, you know, is, uh, gas, groceries. I mean, inflation is important, right? We all know things cost more and more over time. So b two of the biggest things I see folks miss when they do their own plan, they forget about the power of inflation. They forget that many of their savings and retirement accounts are taxable. So they don't get to keep everything. So having that plan that takes that into account is important. And we also sometimes see a big difference in risk tolerance, right? One of the two couples is very comfortable with risk. The other says, been there, done that, right? I want to put everything under the mattress. Or they say, I'm going to go buy a one-year CD with everything we have. Well, the problem with that, right, is what we call purchasing power or inflation risk. Your money just doesn't keep up and grow well enough to keep up with inflationary costs. But monitoring the risk can be important. We have some great tools in the office we make available. We also have an app now that we're making available to everybody. You don't have to be a client. And we've made it available as a free download. 
download, and that app is called Asset Lock. You can aggregate, link all your accounts so you can see everything on one screen. And you can kind of set that downside pain threshold. Notify me when the all, you know, overall the accounts are down 10%, 20, 30, 40, whatever it might be. So you can find that app right in your app store, and you'll need to code 3AX. Again, that app is Asset Lock. And to download it for free, you'll need that code 3AX. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready for retirement the right way. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Welcome back to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. You can visit us at WealthWisconsin.com. We got Tom Newman and Brad Allen and talking about an interesting topic and I think doesn't affect everybody, but we're seeing more and more retirees where there's a age gap where one is older than the other and that presents some unique uh, challenges sometimes uh, certainly surmountable challenges and a series of questions and things when you're really working on your retirement plan your income plan your tax strategies that you really want to consider um, if you're in that situation and, and and Brad you know one of those questions is and we talk about it a lot in fact you know we have some classes coming up here this month but on July 23rd and 31st, where we're going to address that, hundreds of ways to take Social Security. But for couples with that age gap, when should they take it? Social Security definitely plays a significant role in retirement. For married couples with an age gap, it's important to coordinate when you want to plan on taking those benefits. You know, how much you receive is based on numerous factors, including the age when you decide to claim your benefit. You can start collecting benefits as early as 62, but you're going to take a permanent reduction. You're going to get about 75% of what your full benefit would be. Your full benefit is going to be a different age for everybody, whether it's 66, 66 and six months, 67, you know, that's 100% of your benefit. But then every year after that, if you don't take it at, at your full retirement age, every year it goes up 8% up until 70 years old. So deciding on when you want to take Social Security is an important strategy to think about. Since one spouse might continue to work while the other reti- retires, the older spouse may be able to delay receiving the, the benefits to boost their payment a little bit. Older spouses do this not only to increase their monthly check, but also to to boost their survivor benefit. Remember, the higher of the two Social Securities is the one that stays when one spouse passes. So having one spouse get it as high as possible is going to help hedge against inflation later on for that remaining spouse when one spouse passes. So there's another strategy. There's there's different, uh, you know, spousal benefits and all sorts of things to look at when you're thinking about Social Security. But you should really just put a plan together, have that be the foundation of your plan. Obviously, you want to figure out what your budget is in retirement and what retirement accounts you want to draw from and all those kind of things. But Social Security should be one of those first things that you take a look at deciding when you want to take it and what that plan is, especially if there's an age gap, is going to be really important for not only the spouse taking Social Security, but also that, that, that younger spouse in case something happens to them later on down the road. Yeah, I think that's a big um, item that's sometimes missed. And, and not just, uh, you know, I think when we talk about age gap, um, I, the gut reaction may be, oh, well, me and my spouse are pretty close to the same age. But we talked earlier about life expectancy, and, and we know based on life expectancy that men typically don't live as long. So maybe, you know, if your wife is just a year or two younger, you know, there might 
be a substantial amount of years where, where the wife still needs that income, right? And she's living longer. And I think to your point, Brad, delaying one of them, you know, can really protect that younger spouse. And it's sometimes something, you know, so much focus, I think, is put on that 6% growth from, you know, retirement, Social Security, early retirement at 62 to your full retirement, you know, somewhere between 65 and 67, depending on when you were born. And then the 8% growth till 70. And that's great. Don't get me wrong. 8% guaranteed growth is substantial. But I think a lot of times people miss the concept that letting that one grow not only can mean more income if you live to life expectancy and beyond, but can also really protect that younger spouse, you know, when, when, if that younger spouse has a small social security, right? Because when, when you pass that one drops and they would switch, uh, you know, for the most part to that higher amount. So that could be a great strategy too. And these are the type of concepts that we work through both in our classes and when we're working, you know, with, with clients or, or people that are curious to learn a little bit more, in our office and we have some great classes coming up and this is one of the topics we're going to talk about in july we'll be down in wauwatosa on july 23rd and 31st we have some daytime classes filling up very quickly I, you know i've said it before but there's been some frustration when those get filled up and I, I completely understand we're trying to do the classes more often and doing them as often as we can but these will fill up so if you're interested in those dates work for you either july 23rd or 31st um, we're going to talk about Social Security, whether there's an age gap or not, how to get the most out of it, how to maximize that. We're going to talk about how to manage required minimum distributions in that new taxable income stream that can be, you know, really put you in a tough tax spot if you don't plan for it. And under this new tax code, are there some strategies, right? This individual tax cut expires in 2025. So what can we do between now and then maybe to take advantage of some of these slightly lower tax brackets that has a phenomenal impact on the longevity? Again, we do need you to register ahead of time, July 23rd and 31st. You can do so right at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. Or you can always call the office during the week at 414-409-7226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Preparing you for the ultimate vacation. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. You can visit us and find a lot of great information at WealthWisconsin.com. Got Tom Newman and Brad Allen, and we're talking about retirees who maybe it's an age gap, which uh, can prevent kind of present its own challenges or maybe you're just concerned about life expectancy and and one spouse living longer than the other and how to protect that either younger spouse or the one that that may live longer and so we're going through some great questions here and guys we always encourage you know questions i love that um you know a lot of folks will email those and we talk about being an education first firm and you know my goal there is whether you tune into the show come to one of our classes or, you know, come into the office that you walk away learning more than, than when you walked in. And folks can email those questions in to radio at wealthwisconsin.com. That's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. And we certainly do appreciate those questions, and we appreciate folks tuning in. I, I certainly understand folks have a lot of listening choices, and we appreciate you choosing us. And show's now available as a podcast, so if you aren't available from 1 to 2 o'clock on Saturdays, you can go to that podcast app on your phone and search Retirement Ready Show or Tony Drake and you 
hit that subscribe button or pick the topics you have and and you can listen to it on a treadmill and there you go. It's great for in the run. morning. That's right. Yeah, really motiv- motivational, right? But got a great question uh, this week, Tom. I wanted to dive into, and someone mentioned they're they're approaching retirement, but their employer recently added a Roth four hundred one k option. Um, they were a little bit confused in the email about what that was and if they should do it. So there's a lot uh, that can be discussed regarding this, but I think it's important first that we kind of define some of the differences here. Um, A traditional 401k uh, was introduced as a way to kind of uh, strip away the high costs that were accumulating for the traditional pension plans for employers, right? So over time, the, the whole concept of saving for yourself, saving for your retirement outside of a pension came into play, and that's where the, the traditional 401k came into play. The, the concept behind that is that the money that you're putting into it is, is tax-free. You're, you're taking an actual uh, tax deduction um, as you are contributing. So it's tax-free going in, but then when you start to draw those funds out in retirement, then those are going to be taxable. The Roth 401k is a new uh, introduction into to the financial system um, in which you can actually take after-tax dollars and contribute that into a retirement plan so that once you do retire, then it is completely tax-free. Yeah, and I think it brings about, you know, the the other idea. We talk about at the classes. Uh, I think it's a pretty big concept, Brad, that we call bracket bumming. Pretty unique opportunity with this new tax code. Yeah, I mean, a Roth's going to be ideal for, for retirement because everything coming out is tax-free, which is huge. But a lot of people have been putting money into their 401ks their whole working career, and all that money is tax-deferred. So they're wondering, you know, how do I, how do, I do that? Um, at 70 and a half, the government starts making you take money out of those accounts. It's called a required minimum distribution. So what a lot of folks are doing, let's say you're retiring at 63 years old, right? You have uh, seven good years before you have to start taking money out of those accounts. What you can do is what's called bracket bumping. Like you mentioned, Tony, it's, it's a Roth conversion. So you start taking money out of your traditional dollars, pay the taxes that year, and convert it over to a Roth IRA. You know, you, you have contribution limits to a Roth, but you can convert as much as you want on a yearly basis. You could convert an entire account all in one year. You wouldn't want to do that necessarily because that'd put you in a high tax bracket. But if you do little by little and just fill up whatever tax bracket that you're currently in, little by little, you can start getting money into your Roth, and that'll be there later on during retirement. But it's also going to minimize your required minimum distributions down the road. Because you got it out earlier, you're not going to have as much to take out later on down the road. Yeah, and I know that can be a lot to to follow on the radio, but these are the concepts. In fact, we're going to talk about the classes this month. So on July 23rd and 31st, we'll be in that Wauwatosa area discussing Social Security maximization, how to get the most out, how to manage, Brad, to your point, this new taxable income stream in retirement, required minimum distributions, and how to take advantage of some of this bracket bumping and many other tax strategies in retirement to really maximize and answer that big question, do I have enough money Am I going to be okay? We do need folks to register. Again, that's July 23rd and 31st. You can register right at wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. You can see all the upcoming dates. But again, we'll be in Wauwatosa on July 23rd and 31st. Or you can always call the office during the week at 414 409 
7226. That's 414 409 7226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Answering all of your retirement questions on Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. You can visit us at wealthwisconsin.com. We've got the three uh, three amigos. Is that good? I don't think we've come to a conclusion. We should take a poll, put a poll on the website or something. But got the gang here. We've got Brad Allen and Tom Newman. We've got a great topic this week. We're talking about uh, maybe there's an age gap in retirement between you and your spouse and some of the unique challenges, uh, certainly surmountable challenges, but and some of the questions that that should bring up when it comes down to your retirement plan, income plan, tax strategy plan, and and something that you know, there's a few topics that really need to be considered that are a little bit unique, maybe from a couple that doesn't have that age gap. And I think a pressing question, Brad, is how much should they expect to spend on health care with the age difference? It's definitely a big question we get a lot. Health care is going to, to look different for everyone. You know, once you turn 65, you're eligible for Medicare. Though There are two parts that you need to take a look at. You have Part A, which is free, and it covers hospital care. Part B costs money and covers doctor's visits and, and diagnostics and, and that kind of stuff. Couples with an age gap might be able to utilize health insurance from the, the spouse who's still working the working spouse might have better coverage or it might cost a little bit less. However, because Part A is free, it might make sense to enroll. You know, if you're ready for Medicare, start uh, putting a plan in place at least two to three months before retiring. Another consideration is if the younger or healthier spouse will be the primary caregiver if the older spouse becomes sick. It's important to discuss that because uh, it's an emotionally, physically, and, and financially taxing to look after somebody with an illness like dementia or cancer. You know, it can also be very expensive to put somebody in a nursing home or assisted living facility. The average cost of a private room at a nursing home in Wisconsin is more than $9,300 per month, right? So it's the number one transfer of wealth in the country is your estate to the nursing home and especially when there's an age gap one of the big questions is what if the older spouse goes in drains down the assets and now the younger spouse lives 10 15 20 years after that what does that look like so it's important to put a plan in place for that yeah boy that nursing home issue can be a really scary one right a lot of folks it can just be, I think, scary to the point where it's paralyzing, right? Some people just stick their, although, you know, I was going to say stick their heads in the sand, but I was just reading something that said ostriches don't actually stick their heads in the sand. Apparently, what? they would suffocate. Where did that but come from? I, I don't know. I need to know. Cartoons. Inquire. Yeah, you're, I bet you're right. Inquire in my own to want to know. Remember our good friend Jim Peck, when yeah. we would talk about procrastination, he would say when you stick your head in the sand, you expose a very large target, right? So certainly one of those scary topics that, that are, is hard to talk about, but important to talk about. Uh, long-term care insurance might be one route. Um, I'm not an attorney, you know, uh, certainly uh, can't speak to legal issues, but there's some great elder law attorneys. We have one that we a lot of our clients work with in our office, and, and she does a certain type of trust planning that can protect assets from the nursing home. So there's now kind of what we call alternative or hybrid products. So one of the biggest complaints you hear about long-term care insurance is, you know, what if I'm that 50% that never uses it, right? And I've spent all this money all these years. Or what if my long-term care insurance company, when I get in my 80s, raises my premiums to the point I can't afford it, right? When statistically I'm getting to the age where I may need it. 
you know, so there are now alternative products that maybe operate as life insurance or, or a fixed annuity type product, but also has some long-term care benefits. So a lot of different ways, might be self-insurance, a lot of different ways to solve the problem, but probably the worst thing you can do is just ignore the issue, right? Or, or wait till it happens. So something you want to plan for, think about ahead of time. I'm also excited, guys, to just briefly talk about the app we're making available to everybody as a free download. We talked a little bit earlier about how risk tolerance can be different in particular. Just about any couple, there tends to be a difference in risk tolerance, but sometimes we see it even more when there's that age gap. But great tool we have now available is Asset Lock. You can download it right at your app store. If you enter the code 3AX, you won't have any cost for it. Again, that's asset lock, and the code is 3AX. But allows you to aggregate all those accounts onto one screen so you can monitor your accounts. But even more importantly, you can set that downside pain threshold, whether it's 10, 20, 30, 40%. Send you an alert if your accounts overall have lost that much. Doesn't mean it's time to panic. We know we're in a volatile time period, right? If you panicked at the end of last year, you've missed a pretty substantial upswing this year. But it's keeping you informed. When we talk about being that education-first firm, I want folks plugged in, aware of what's going on, so they can make educated choices, make those smart decisions when it comes to their retirement planning, their income planning, their tax strategies. Again, you can go to your app store. That app is called Asset Lock. You'll need that code 3AX. Again, that's Asset Lock and the code 3AX, and that's available as a free download to anyone listening. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Walking you through your retirement plan. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. You can visit us and find more information at WealthWisconsin.com. We got Brad Allen, Tom Newman here this week, and we're talking about important concepts, things to consider in particular if there's an... A lot of these concepts, guys, got to pertain to everybody, regardless of whether there's an age gap or not. But we're applying these ideas, I think, even more specifically, if there's an age gap in your relationship, some really important topics that you need to consider, not insurmountable, but I think like so many topics we run into with clients, there's sometimes, you know, it's difficult to talk about. I mean, I mean, who who amongst us wants to talk about passing away or leaving our spouse behind? Those are pretty uh, emotional and sometimes upsetting topics to even consider. But really important that you do so and do some planning to make sure that that oftentimes younger spouse that's left behind, that you've considered some things so they don't run out of money, have the things they need for health care, and, and things are set up properly to, to do that. And so we've been going through a series of questions. And I think, Brad, uh, you know, one more question I want to cover this week is, you know, if you have a couple, I guess whether there's an, an age uh, gap or not, you know, what do we do if a couple finds themselves with that saving shortfall? The best thing a couple can do if they're behind on saving for retirement is to increase how much they're contributing to their retirement accounts. How does how does it work for you guys? Does all the money go into Amanda's retirement account and extra in hers, <laughs> no, none in yours? We split it up. You do split we it do. up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought what what yours was Amanda's and what's Amanda's well, was that's Amanda's. True. That's true. No? Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I, don't, I just, I love Amanda and you, Brad. I got to tease you guys a little bit. I think you were calling us Bramanda the other week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, it, isn't that the new thing? You mix the names together? That's what the kids are doing, right? I guess. I'm trying to be hip like my teenage daughter. Well, there you go. She doesn't think I'm very cool. No? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. You know, the maximum contribution limits have increased in 2019. You can put up to 19000 now into your 401k, which is $500 more than last year. The IRA contribution limits increased from 5500 to 6000 And then you have that catch-up still, which is an extra $1,000 you can put into those accounts. If, uh, if couples find themselves unable to reach their retirement savings goals, they're going to, to have to look for areas where you can cut back on spending. That might have to consider delaying retirement maybe or working part-time in retirement. But up until that point, just try to cut back as much as you can. Stop going out to lunch during the week. Stop going to the coffee shop in the morning. You know, just every little bit counts. And as much as you can save, that'd be great to do. Um, but really just putting that retirement plan together, I can't stress how important that is. Not when you retire, not after you are retired, but before you retire, start putting that plan together so that you you can you know, know what it looks like ahead of time so that when you get there, you're prepared for it. And that's going to ease the stress, ease the burden for a lot of families going into retirement because that's a scary time. Right? You're starting to draw from accounts everybody's told you not to touch your whole life. And, and that can be a very scary period of your life. So having that plan in place ahead of time is really going to help that uh, transition. Isn't that true? It's a part, I think, of what we do, guys, that probably shocked me i know shock is probably a strong word but surprised me more than anything else i guess when i got into the industry so many years ago i was so focused on the numbers and you know tax strategies and picking the right funds and all this kind of technical stuff it is emotional it's difficult i mean we've sat in the office even times when i say emotional people are, are in tears they're scared you know, they, they've been great savers their whole life, and suddenly now they're supposed to, they're, they have no more income to replace it. If, you know, and now they're supposed to take money. Well, what happens if the market corrects? What happens if I live long? You know, do I have enough? Am I going to be okay? And those are really the, the types of questions that, that we answer or teach you how to answer in our classes. And we have, an, we have a great group back in June, a couple of great classes over at Carroll University. And, but we're going to be down in the Wauwatosa area on July 23rd and 31st talking specifically about how to get the most out of Social Security, how to manage from a tax perspective. You know, once we turn 70 and a half, we have to start taking required minimum distributions out of those retirement accounts, and that's taxable income. How do we deal with that from a tax perspective so we don't get thrown into a high tax bracket? And this new tax code, are there some opportunities to get some dollars growing income tax-free coming out income tax-free, which either means you can afford to spend more in some cases or pass more money on in a more efficient manner can really answer a lot of questions. Again, that's in a Wauwatosa area on July 23rd and 31st. We need you to register ahead of time. You can do so by visiting us at wealthwisconsin.com. You can register right online for Wauwatosa July 23rd or 31st at wealthwisconsin.com. And next week, we got a great topic, guys. Older adults need to be, or, or tend to be, excuse me, the more vulnerable to scam. And the money they lose can have a big impact on their retirement. So we'll talk about some of the most common scams targeting retirees and give you some tips on how to protect yourself and your loved ones. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during Retirement Ready are solely that of the hosts or guests of Drake and & Associates and not WTMJ, Good Karma Brands, and GKB Milwaukee.